How's it going? Fellow Liberty lovers, this is Bradley Juby, and welcome to Life, Love, and Liberty for uh, Friday, August 30th, 2019. Excuse me. Now, first of all, let me take another swig of this uh, Cherry Dr. Pepper. You know, it's hard to find articles from libertarian sources because there really are not that many good libertarian news sources. I mean, you got CNN, you got MSNBC on the left, you got Fox News on the right, and I'll talk about that later. But uh, <sighs> but it's so hard to find libertarian news that'll actually that I can actually use and talk about. Let's try some. Especially in the era of fake news. Try Liberty Nation. Let's see if we got something here. Okay. Okay, here we go about Hong Kong. Now, I've been talking about Hong Kong yesterday. So. But, uh... Yeah, here I am reading this, uh... Yeah, I think this article is talking about how 
The left views the American flag as a symbol of evil, while the protesters in Hong Kong are flying it as a symbol of liberty. Now, you know me, I'm supportive of Hong Kong. So, I think Hong Kong is doing a good job in fighting for their liberties. And I hope they find a way to keep their liberties and stand up to the Chai Kongs. The Chinese Communist government is one of the most evil governments in the history of humanity. The fact that it's still around just makes me sick. They do not belong in the 21st century. I know it's a slow morning, but uh, bear with me. I just got to let the caffeine kick in, find a good article, and then go from there. But you know that I'm supportive of Hong Kong. Alright, here we go. Why I'm endorsing total losers in 2020. <sighs> The average voter wants to stand with the winner. Yeah, I understand that. Apparently it has Joe Walsh, the Republican from Illinois, and Tulsi Gabbard, and Andrew Yang here in this picture, but, uh, and yet, more than likely, none of them are going to get the presidential nomination of either the Democrats or the Republicans. So, which is sad, because I feel like their ideas might be just a little bit better then the runs that maybe Joe Biden are running and all that other stuff. And I'm so sorry that I'm starting off slow because, excuse me. Let's go to headline news here on the Libertarian Republic.
Oh, here we go. Here's one that'll, uh, Okay. Ten of the most psychotic quotes from socialist hero Che Guevara. Alright, I'm going to head to the danger zone here and talk about Che Guevara. Oh boy. Now, if there are going to be any leftists that are about to listen, once we get to the bottom of this, you're going to reevaluate what you think about Che Guevara. Especially if you're one of those Goofy Trustafarians that are wearing Che Guevara shirts because you think you're a revolutionary. You're not a revolutionary. You're a moron. Well, let's see. Let's, let's start with this one quote. What we affirm is that we must proceed along the path of liberation even if it costs millions of atomic victims. That's just murderous. That, this just goes to show you that commies don't value life. They just don't value life. <sighs> Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so liberating. Just incinerate a bunch of people. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That'll advance communism. Just... Incinerate people. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. I'd vote for that. <laughs> Alright. Here's another one. To send men to the firing squad. Judicial proof is unnecessary. These procedures are an archaic bourgeois detail. This is a revolution. Oh yeah, it's so revolutionary to just shit one person in the back. Oh, without judge, jury, or warrant. Oh, this this is your Che Guevara, my friends. This is your Che Guevara. Or however you pronounce it. I couldn't care less how to pronounce it. This man was pure evil. This man was the prince of frickin' darkness. You know, and... I, I'm betting you a lot of people who are listening to this podcast don't believe in a heaven and hell, but I do. I believe he is burning in hell right now. When he when he got what was coming to him, he busted hell wide open. As good old Fred Phelps used to say. And by the way, I'm not endorsing Fred Phelps. He was bad too. So Yeah, he had no respect for due process. Yeah, oh yeah, he'd love the red flag gun laws. I bet you. Because he could probably go kill anybody he wanted to. If he felt like he was violating them. Let's go on. We must eliminate all newspapers. We cannot make a revolution with free press. And then there's a meme of burn books, ban music, hate blacks, murder gays. Become a symbol of hope and freedom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was nothing for him to violate the freedom of press. So. (laughs) 
What a devil. This man was a demon. Let's go on. We executed many people by firing squad without knowing if they were fully guilty. At times, the revolution cannot stop to conduct much investigation. Oh. I'm going to call out to some of you Antifas out there. Is this what you want? Is this your agenda? To just kill people without judge, jury, or trial? Or warrant? Now, before you give me the whole, Antifa never killed anybody, crap. I'm glad you haven't. Not yet, at least. But if this is what you're shooting for, then I don't have any respect for you. So take off your Che Guevara t-shirts. Probably you need to take a bath. And instead of being a commie, maybe you need to learn to value liberty. Because I guarantee you, you'll live a lot longer. Okay, let's go on. Oh, we're about to get something here. Um. Um. Here we go. Quote number five. The black is indolent and a dreamer, spending his meager wage on frivolity or drink. The European has a tradition of working and saving, which has pursued him as far as this corner of America and drives him to advance himself even independently of his own aspirations. Gee, I wonder what that's called. What kind of statement is that? Hmm. What's... What's that, what's those two words that, what do you call it when you make a state when whites are superior to other races? Hmm. Hmm. I, I believe it's white supremacy. Here we have a commie white supremacist. Oh boy. I hope you've taken off your Che Guevara shirt by now. And burned it. <sighs> oh yeah. All right. Whoa. So Che Guevara was racist against black people. This is what the article says. Then who do people like rapper Jay Z wear shirts with his picture on them? Maybe they didn't do their homework. Che would probably say it's because lazy blacks are dreaming instead of working hard like white people. Oh, Che, why are you so racist? Oh, yeah. I hope you're burning your Che Guevara shirts by now. Let's go to quote six. Hatred is an element of the struggle, a relentless hatred of the enemy, impelling us over and beyond the natural limitations that man is heir to and transforming him into a selective, violent, effective, and cold-killing machine. Our soldiers must be thus. A people without hatred cannot vanquish a brutal enemy. 
Oh, yeah, that's brutal. Let's go on. I ended the problem with a .32 caliber pistol in the right side of his brain. His belongings were now mine. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, uh, yeah. No respect for life, liberty, and property. Just take what you can, give nothing back, and kill your way to it. Judas Priest, this is just crazy. Oh, but he's so revolutionary. He supports peace and love and... No, his life was all about hatred and death. Let's go ahead. Let's go. More. Our technical comrades at the companies have made a good toothpaste, which is as good as the previous one. It cleans just the same, though after a while it turns to stone. Oh, yeah. Translation, can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. And by eggs, they mean you, the people. Quote nine. My nostrils dilate while savoring the acrid odor of gunpowder and blood. I like to confess, Papa, at the moment I discovered that I really like killing. Oh, Viva la revolucion! Yeah! Kill, kill, kill. Let's just be murderous thugs. Yeah. All right. One more. One more. It's a sad thing to not have friends. But it is even sadder not to have enemies. <sighs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. I hope you guys have burned your Che Guevara shirts by now. Because Che Guevara was a murderous thug. Yes, I said thug, okay? He's a murderer. Oh, yeah, but man, those Che Guevara shirts.
And yeah, he died by the firing squad. Yeah, you live by the firing squad, you die by the firing squad. Net worth was $50,000. Yeah. yeah, but he's God to a lot of commies. Well, all right. Well, Well, I guess, I wonder what Jack Nicholson's Joker thinks about Che Guevara. Yeah, I'm glad you're dead, Che Guevara. You know. Che Guevara fell into a burning ring of fire. He went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And he burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. <laughs> yeah. Hell's burning hot with commie murderers like you. Say hi to Fidel Castro and Stalin for me! <laughs> I bet your old buddy's frying in the fire. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's play some uh, Ring of Fire. Now, normally we... We'll have fun time in the third segment, but oh, we gotta sit through an ad. I'm an ice cruncher, so I was excited about Colgate Total. It has sensitivity relief, so I don't have to give up doing what I love. Aren't we lucky? Colgate Total. Do more for your whole mouth.
Gotta love that Johnny Cash. Yeah, Che Guevara fell into that ring of fire. And he's burning, burning, burning! <laughs> Woo, baby! Yeah, and all the leftists last Friday were so elated by uh, the passing of David Koch, the ex um, libertarian uh, vice presidential candidate in 1980. They were celebrating and hooting and hollering, Yeah, he's dead! He's dead! But I'm telling you, you know, David Koch was probably not a perfect person. I get that. I know he did some things that were. Morally questionable. But you know what? He wanted to murder like Che Guevara. You know? Because. Ah, oh, man. Hold on, let me get some birthday wishes on Facebook to some of my um, friends here. I hope I uh, lit a couple synapses in some of your minds today. I hope I blew some of y'all's minds and told you all the truth about Che Guevara, Mr. Murderous Thug who had no respect for love and liberty and life. More proof that commies aren't cool. No wonder why Hong Kong's standing up for their rights. Because they don't want to get murdered like the communist Chinese love to murder people. They still murder people. They still oppress Christians. And the people of Hong Kong want none of that. I'm about to take my break in a little bit, so, uh, um, but, uh, yeah, it was good that I, uh, um, I got to talk about this particular subject matter in the first third of this podcast, so, um, but, uh, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for the second third of the pro of the podcast, but we'll talk about some stuff. And maybe on the third segment, we'll have some fun. 
We'll have more fun than we did in the first one. But anyway, one last time. Burn in hell, Che Guevara. Burn in hell! Alright, I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back. So, peace out. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Liberty with Bradley Juby. Yeah, I pretty much got a little carried away with the whole Che Guevara thing, but... Uh... Well, I guess here I am on, I guess we're about to talk about yet another, uh, you know, I'm going to click off this, because I already clowned on Che Guevara, I'm not going to clown on uh, Mao Zedong, even though he deserves it, but, uh, Anyway, um, now I forgot something to talk about. check the weather.
Okay, I was just checking uh, Tulsa weather. Looks like it might be raining all day, but uh, anywho. Cause I want to get out and do something today. You know, it's a Friday. It's the the Friday of Labor Day weekend, so you want to go out and do something. You want to have fun. You want to enjoy life because, well, summer's about to come to an end, and and it's sad, especially the summer I had with um, the passing of my mom and all that, so... Anyway, I don't know. This is it's kind of hard when you don't have a lot to talk about. When you're trying to fill out about 90 minutes of a podcast and you don't have a lot to talk about. Hopefully it's going to be better. Here we got. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. A DEA agent got a drug dealer to buy a truck, so the ass. So the agent. Oh, sorry. A DEA agent got a drug dealer to buy a truck, so the agent can seize it through asset forfeiture. Former DEA agent Chad Scott has been convicted of perjury, obstruction of justice, and falsifying government records. Ha ha! So apparently, this guy, you know... Excuse me, I had a sneeze, but it's not going to stop me from doing this podcast, so. So apparently this DEA agent got busted. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sneezy right now, but, uh. This DEA agent got busted.
Okay, I apologize for all the sneezing, but uh, anyway, I do kind of have a sneezy nose this morning. But all right, anyway, back to my point. Let's try this again. A DEA agent got a drug dealer to buy a truck so the agent could seize it through asset forfeiture. That, my friends, is messed up. It sounds like this guy was trying to get a free truck out of this whole thing. And he got busted for it. He's going to go to prison for it. Convicted of perjury, obstruction of justice, and falsifying government records. Ha ha. Yeah, that's right. Use it as a work vehicle. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and retweet it. Yeah, you got busted. You're busted, buddy. So, right, let's see what's going on here. Don't you just like it when government thugs who get too power drunk finally get smacked down and busted? Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Anyway, we'll see what else is going on. Be a blessing to somebody today. That's right. Be a blessing to somebody today, people. Because sometimes you need a blessing. There are people out there that need blessings all the time.
Alright, here we go. Here's a basic bisexual bitch. Whoops, sorry. And, uh, alright. And here's a, uh, Here's some, uh, in regime change wars, real criminal justice reform, decriminalized drugs, decriminalized sex work, people before profit, rehabilitation over incarceration, off act, equality act, stop arming terrorists act, most definitely. No More Presidential Wars Act. Secure Our Elections Act. Hashtag why Tulsi. I like Tulsi Gabbard. Alright. It's kind of... Uh, it's a shame she's not uh, being propped up as a potential frontrunner for the Democratic nomination. Because I like some of her ideas. And I like the fact that she's an actual veteran. Because if anything, we need to elect a veteran to the presidency. I think the last war vet we've elected to the presidency was George H.W. Bush. He was a World War II vet. Ever since his election, the presidents afterwards have never served in wars. They've all been draft dodgers. Clinton dodged the draft in Vietnam. Okay, okay, I, I misspoke about, because Obama was too young for Vietnam, alright. But Clinton dodged Vietnam. George W. Bush dodged Vietnam. Obama was too young for Vietnam. And Trump dodged Vietnam. With his heel spurs. But, uh, but I don't mind Tulsi Gabbard. Unfortunately, Looks like we're going to get a washout today. Oh, here we go. Here we go from um, um, Paul Machko here. Many libertarian and conservative organizations have an alt-right infiltration problem, in part because they have tended to deprioritize issues of racial justice and social equity in favor of a fixation on fiscal and economic issues. Alright, I can see where that goes. Because I know there's a lot of alt-righters that are trying to infiltrate the libertarian movement. And to them I say, GET OUT! We don't want your alt-right white supremacist crap in our movement. Our movement is for liberty for all. Alright? We want economic freedom for all. We want... Social freedom for all. 
We don't want your white supremacist crap. Because this is not a whites-only movement. Here, I'm about to tweet this. So I just called out you alt-right neo-Nazis. Get out of the libertarian movement. We don't need you. No more Christopher Cantwells infiltrating our movement. Making us look bad. And here's a... Uh, um, a... Uh, tweet from the black voice saying black on white hate is worse than racism it's all evil alright I wish the whole black on black violence would stop okay before you get into the whole black on black crime is just red herring to distract you from police brutality first of all I'm about to uh I'm not finding it. But, in any case, um, one of the leaders of the clan uh, slash skinheads, Tom Metzger, said, Okay, before I get any further, here, that's my dog going crazy, so bear with me. Alright. Um, apparently I couldn't pull this up, but... Uh, Um. Um. Jack 
shut up! Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I can't concentrate with that dog's crying. I'm gonna go check and see what he's doing. I'm telling you, this is why it's so hard to do a podcast when you're just at home and all barking at a dog. Oh. Oh. Okay, but anyway, let's go back to what I was saying. Okay. Back in the 90s, one of the leaders of the KKK slash skinheads, Tom Metzger, said that and he liked the fact that black-on-black crime kills more black people. And he's like, keep it up. You're making my job easier. I'm basically paraphrasing what he said. And I think it's sad because when you've got a Klansman gloating about how good black on black violence is, you got an issue. I want the violence to stop. I want black people to live and be happy and enjoy liberty. In fact, if you Now, I'm about to tweet another. I'm about to tweet another thing here. Because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who you vote for. Democrat or Republican. You're still gonna get wars. You're still gonna get the drug war. You're still gonna get mass incarceration. You know, I wish I could do a better podcast, but this is only my fifth episode and it's morning and I got my dog barking and he won't shut up. So, I'm going to try to take him out as soon as I can when I get this uh, segment done, but...
Oh, here. Every socialist is a disguised dictator. No. And then here's my girlfriend. My girlfriend just tweeted a response to my tweet. She said she'd rather be locked up in a library than be any of these disgraceful things. Wars. And I said, no more illegal wars. You know what? I think war is not cool. But anyway. Am I just wasting my time here? Seriously, am I just wasting my time? Because apparently I can't function this morning. But, uh... I know you're probably... I'm probably just... We're going to be like, well, I'm just going to get ready for fun time because I want to have some fun for the second. Oh, I'm sorry. For the third and final part of this broadcast. So. Yeah. But anyway. <sighs> I get a feeling we're going to have at least one big war come up um, before the Trump administration is out of power. If not this year, we'll definitely have a war next year, and that'll probably be a re-election ploy. Make no mistake, if we're going to have a big unconstitutional war come up, Sometime in the next year. Could be Iran, could be Syria, could be China, could be Iran. Did I already mention Iran? But I know I'm just mumbling on. You know, I don't mean to mumble on, but I just I just go with what I see. And
But in any case, make no mistake, we could have a war before 2020 election. I'm predicting it. I'm I'm not the prognosticator of prognosticators, but I do prognosticate the possibility of a war breaking out somewhere, I don't know where, by the end of 2020. And it's probably going to be, it could be a wag of the dog, it could be an election ploy, but knowing our criminal government, I know that we're going to have an unconstitutional war soon. Sooner than later. So, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and take a break. I'm gonna go text my girlfriend, and then uh, I'm gonna decide what we're gonna do for the third and final part of the podcast. So, anyway, um, I got about 20 seconds left, so I could just shatter on. But anyway, anyway, I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back. So, peace. Well, welcome to the third and final segment of this uh, podcast. My name is Bradley GB, of course. And um, before I start uh, the uh, third and final segment of this podcast... I'm just going to let you know that my podcasts and the other four episodes are up on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you have no excuse. Go to Bradley GB Podcasts and check out the podcast. All other four episodes plus my Crimecast episode that I did last year is on here. So the other four episodes and this episode will be on Spotify. So... If you're on Spotify, give me a listen, and uh, also hit me up on Twitter, at Bradley Juby. Um, my other handle is Bradley Duhube. That's my medieval name, so. Um, and you'll see my face on there, of course. Now, that being said, we are at Labor Day weekend, and of course, guess what starts on Labor Day weekend? I don't know. Football! That's right. Football season is in full force this weekend, especially college football. Today, especially, is going to be the start of the Oklahoma State Cowboys football season. I think they're going to be at Oregon State. But uh, two days from now is going to be OU and Houston in Norman. I cannot wait for that. So, uh, I guess uh, we're going to... Have a little fun here. I guess we're going to play a little music here. How about a little Kenny Chesney, The Boys of Fall? I like Kenny Chesney. Rome for no extra charge here. But we got to step through it in! <laughs> and another ad. Just great. Stranded. And we don't I have State Farm anymore. It's good. You don't. Three claps, 
27 years ago, I sat in this locker room just like you guys on a knee getting ready to play a game. I walked down the locker room, it still smells the same. It takes you back real quick. One of the things that caught me was how fast 27 years goes by. There's so many people that live vicariously through you. I would give anything tonight to jump in one of these uniforms with you guys. To do something I never had an opportunity to do. My father never saw me play. You played for your fathers tonight. That feeling goes away. It goes away, and it doesn't come every Friday night. It comes when you get married. It comes when your child's born. So you get it, but you just don't get it every Friday night. You're going to miss that more than anything in the world. That's what I miss. And so you seniors that are focused on college, you're focused on your work after high school, what you're going to do next, you're focused on tomorrow, aren't you? plenty of time this for tomorrow. is beautiful but these tonights they're going by fast you focus on tonight this is about you guys this is about the guys in this room that care about each other that know there's only so many more of these nights left it's about you they're a faceless opponent they just happen to draw the short straw tonight now get your asses ready to play Went on three. One, two, three. Yeah. I feel that chill. Smell that fresh cut grass. I'm back in my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall.
we would say to young kids, learn to dream. You can accomplish anything you want to. What a wonderful time in your life. I get excited when I see kids playing in the, in, in the backyard or uh, at the schoolyard. Uh, the, the advice that I would give uh, a group of seven-year-old, eight-year-olds would be to have dreams. It's okay to work at those dreams, do whatever you can, but just have fun. And, and there's nothing wrong with dreaming big. I just like to see kids when I see, especially the younger kids, and when I see them playing, I just hope they're having fun. Football lessons we learn as kids and all continue to apply through the rest of your life. Life is a team game. It's the big game. Anybody can be a leader, can be excited, can be first in line when things are going great. The test is when you battle through tough times, when things aren't perfect, where do you stand? Because you're not. Make it happen! Go! 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 Well, that was pride one time. You can't be quiet. You can't be unemotional. This is an emotional game. On that day, and at the end of your life, you look in the mirror and you know, you know, I gave it all I had and I gave it for a worthy cause. You think about what that means. You think about what it means to be on your last play. This is my last play of football ever. My last play, how do I want it to be? How do I want to be remembered? Number one, play and play. Number two, play and play. One, two, three, last play. Yeah, apologize for the ad, but um, anyway, that was uh, The Boys of Fall by uh, Kenny Chesney, and uh, it's a beautiful tribute to the game of football, especially now that fall is here and all the white women love their pumpkin spice lattes and Although, to me, this is, uh, is actually when the Hatch Green Chilies come out on Labor Day weekend, and the Hatch Green Chili Festival is over in Hatch, uh, New Mexico, and I wish I could go to that, but nonetheless, you know what we need to do one of these days? We all just need to, you know, Get away from, and I'm all about getting away from the news and getting away from all the hate and division and just go to a football game. Whether it be NFL or college or high school. Although, to be honest with you, even football's kind of become a divisive subject matter, especially with the whole uh, national anthem and the kneeling and all that stuff. I might trigger a couple conservative snowflakes with this uh, following statement, but I do believe that Colin Kaepernick and the Kneelers have a point when it comes to the whole uh, kneeling at the National Anthem 
with the whole, uh, um, because what they're protesting is police brutality and police abuse against people of color, and I support that 100%. It is a topic that does need to be addressed. And, I mean, but anyway, let's find some more football songs. How about how about we get pumped up? We ready? We ready? We ready for y'all? We ready? We ready? We ready for y'all? We ready? Again, that was so much fun. We ready, we ready for y'all. We ready for y'all. We ready. totalitarians, for the alt-right, for Antifa, we're ready for y'all. Oh, man. I like the third third part of the broadcast, so. All right. Let's, uh, now this song is from, uh, uh Nelly. Let's listen to some, uh, here comes the boom by uh, Nelly. Now there might be some explicit language in this, so 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 let's. Now, this was from Longest Yard, 2005 version. So. Here comes Y'all don't really worry now. Here comes the, 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 here comes
said so. I keep it guns, I spend my heart on the thirties. I'm glad so. I got no twist in my head, but I'm still dreadful. And I got plenty of bread, so I throw the bad fool. I'm in it to win it, to win it. I'm all in. I might call you my cousin, your blood, but we ain't kidding. Uh, you think you're jumping, man? You best think again. I'm the dirty, I'm the type of man that might go broke for revenge. That's a not so nice friends. Keep the throw off the hinge. Take the door off your bench.
Yep. You just gotta love football, don't you? Um, unfortunately, the uh, my Chiefs lost last night to the uh, Packers. They went one and three in preseason, but guess what? It's just preseason. <sighs> I want to play one more song here, but uh, I'll save it for the end of the podcast. So, um, but uh, anyway. Now here's a words from a football fan, Homer Simpson. On oh, the Denver Broncos. Let's play this little Simpsons clip from uh, an episode where Homer goes to church, but he's listening to a football game. Let's go. Will my dog Pepper be there? I'm sorry, but the answer is really, really for you in it. Today's sermon, which I've entitled Gambling, the Eighth Deadly Sin. Today is Sunday, the Lord's Day, and yet at this very moment, millions of Americans are not in the Lord's house. They're in their own house, worshiping a false idol, professional football. Oh, Lord. It's a beautiful and perfect football weather for this incredible game. And by the way, this game is being brought to you by the good people at Duff Beer. You can't get enough of that wonderful Duff. Now, they're lining up for this crucial kick. One final tick of the clock remains. If they win, it will cap an amazing comeback. But it's a 49-yard field goal into the wind. Make it, make it, make it, make it. It's good! It's good! It's good! It's good to see you all in church. Please be seated, Homer. Yeah. I love it when Homer Simpson talks about football because I feel like we get along. So, therefore, on this football weekend, I just want to tell y'all, drink responsibly, but have your beer and soda of choice, your nachos, your barbecue, your burgers, your hot dogs, and all that stuff, and just enjoy some good hard-hitting, hopefully a little bit of smash mouth, Wide open football. Because I'm telling you, I just enjoy football season. Yeah, fall kind of stinks because the weather gets cold and, and winter comes. But the most beautiful thing about it is you get to enjoy some football. And hopefully sometime this year I will go to my High school football game for my high school, Broken Arrow Tigers. Um, 
Last year they won uh, the uh, Oklahoma Class 6A Division One State Championship, and they will be defending said title this year. I hope they repeat as champions. I got my fingers crossed. Because we finally are one of the teams to beat in our division slash district and all that stuff. But uh, anyway, you know, I might end the podcast just a little bit early. I might do a, not do the full 30 minutes, but uh, Oh, here's, here's, I'm about to play, uh, where, uh, Homer Simpson imitates Glenn Beck. Let's go to the map. Zoomy, 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 Dateline, Nebraska. A high school principal has decided that football is too dangerous. So he's replacing it with soccer. Are you ready for Irish announcers with lyrical accents? Oh, that's a lovely touch. Oh, such a beautiful form. If we lose football, we lose the Blitz. Cheerleaders, Rudy's, oh, Josecos. Something for fat kids to play. <laughs> oh, Josecos. Oh, if we lose football, we lose America, my friends. I guess that's the point that uh, Homer Simpson was trying to make with this whole... Um, yeah, we're not replacing football with soccer. I don't care how dangerous football is. These are grown men playing football. Let the grown men play football. Their bodies, their lives, they can handle it. But, uh, anywho. Oh, man. But, uh, but, uh, anyway, um, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast right now, but before I do, let me play a little song for you.
All right. Well, anyway, that is Life, Love, and Liberty for Friday. Um, I probably will not do a, a podcast for the weekend, and maybe not for until at least Tuesday. But I got some errands to run on Tuesday mornings, so I should be um, good on that. But uh, I'll be back Tuesday, either Tuesday afternoon or if not Wednesday. So, anyway, this is Bradley Juby reminding you that lightsabers don't kill people, the Empire does. <laughs>